Is that an X? Is that an O? XO Sports Talk? Yeah, let's go. Oh, where's the new moves at, man? Where's I, the new moves I at? got my swag. <laughs> Are you waiting for the bus? <laughs> which which way do I go? <laughs> but I got my swag back. Doing the icky shuffle. That's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> the icky shuffle what's up my fellas it's again one more time episode number 55 you're checking out right now live right here on thursday night listen it's XO Sports Talk at its best. You better stop what you're doing. Call somebody. Tell them to get on YouTube. Get on all of our podcast channels because we got the hottest sports talk show in the land. What's up, my fellas? How y'all doing tonight, man? What's going on? Right. What's How going you on? <laughs> man, good, good. man, I'm so happy to see everybody, man. Once again, man, we're doing another show, man. We're missing our boy Malcolm, man. Malcolm, man, hurry back, man. Hurry back, man. Hurry back. <laughs> we miss you, man. Come on, dude. Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> oh, you, man. man. Mal- Malcolm might have a contract with somebody else. Yeah, man. I think he's doing some <laughs> side negotiation, man. Something, man. Something's going uh... on. Man. Advertisements. Got advertisement. I I think he got some sponsorships going on somewhere, man. He's not letting us know. Cognac (laughs) or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fellas, let's get it popping, man. Let's get it popping. Yeah, but first, Terry. What's up, Aaron? Oh, first off, let me say hi to Debbie in the chat. What's up, Debbie? Oh, that's one about going on. Hey, right. Okay. Good seeing you again as no well. Doubt. No doubt. Exo yeah. Sports Talk would like to thank all of our viewers for their support. <laughs> we are currently streaming on all your favorite podcast platforms. If you're watching the show on YouTube, be sure to hit the subscri- subscribe button. Sorry about that. Tap the notification bell and click the, on the share button. Feel free to join in on the show. Um, where you can post your live your comments live, or you can call 475-221-5006 to join in on the conversation. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. Join in, yeah, everybody. Sure. Everybody. Woo! Yeah. And thanks, Deb, for tuning in again. Absolutely. Yeah, we have appreciate to have her call in and give us some sports talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or put her in the working in the front office to shape up things around. Yeah, here. I yeah. Right. Right. Watch, out, watch out, watch out, Malcolm. Watch out, <laughs> Malcolm. Where you at, Malcolm? Malcolm, where you at? <laughs> Start having Deb fill in. Why not? Uh, <laughs> M, NHL and MLB update. Please. Well, listen, man. I'm gonna give you the MLB first, man. Um, because the NHL is going to be hot. So listen, check it out. So those New York Yankees, man, they're doing their thing. I can't take nothing away from them. Listen, they are just on fire right now. One of the hottest teams in baseball. They got the best record in Major League Baseball. They're the Yankees. Come on. You know, Babe, Ruth, Reggie, Jackson. The list goes on and on. But listen, these are the new New York Yankees, and they are hot as hot can be. Um, so big up to the New York Yankee fans out there. Y'all have the best record going right now in Major League Baseball and sneaking up behind them with the next best record and playing some good ball, a little up and down. I'm a Dodger fan. Y'all know what it is. I live on the East Coast, but I'm a Dodger fan. The Dodgers are coming in at the power rankings number two this week. And then right behind them, I got to go right back to New York, back on the East Coast, the New York Mets. They're doing it. Listen, I think they got something going on in New York. Maybe it's the Subway Series setting up. I don't know, but we're going to see. Stay tuned because New York and the Mets and the the World Series, wow. Wow. 
wow, wow, wow. But yeah. listen, don't you forget, listen, the Houston Astros might have something to say about that. The San Diego Padres might have something to say about that. Listen, I got some other teams that are creeping up, that are playing solid ball. Um, the Atlanta Braves, they get a Kuno back, and now he's just doing what he what he came to do. As since he's been out hurt, he's just returning back from an injury, and you know what he brings every single night. Listen, the St. Louis Cardinals are hot right now. Watch out for them because I think they're going to be in the thick of thing. The Milwaukee Brewers, they might have something to say about that. And the Tampa Bay Rays, listen, they might have something to say about that. So, listen, I'm telling you, it's still early. We haven't even gotten to the All-Star break yet. But look out and because you know what can happen after the All-Star break. Somebody can get hot and go on a run, and then you know what happens. Remember, the Atlanta Braves did that last year. So watch out. That's my talk from the MLB of 2022 this week. But now, oh, wait, before I leave from there, I want to send a shout out to the College World Series, the Women's College World Series, where Oklahoma and Texas are going at it. But listen, Oklahoma just looks scary. They put uh, 1-2-1-2 on (laughs) the Texas uh, Longhorns um, yesterday, a um, 16-1 victory. So big up to the Oklahoma women. You, y'all look unstoppable right now. I think they might be able to beat anybody that stands in front of them. I don't know. I hope it's not a sweep. I want to see the Texas Longhorns do something, maybe come back in this series. We'll see what happens. Now moving over to the NHL. If you're not in Madison Square Garden right now, that's where I should be, right there in Madison Square Garden. That's right. But listen, (laughs) listen, I'm telling you something right now. It's the hottest ticket on the East Coast. Oh, my God. The Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Rangers. (laughs) New York Rangers. Listen, it's a 2-2 tie in the series, and they've been going at it. They've been going at it, and everybody is fighting to get to that Stanley Cup because guess who's waiting for them? Guess who's waiting for them? The Colorado Avalanche. Mm -hmm. They're saying, we're going to watch this tape. We're going to watch this game and see who we got to play, and we're going to watch some films so we can be ready to take on the Tampa Bay Lightning or the New York Rangers. Stay tuned. I believe this is going seven. It's going to go down to the wire. Listen, but the garden is rocking right now. Woo! That's my take from MLB and the NHL of this week right here. Booyah! Nice. nice. (laughs) And I just want to say something. I called this out before what Emerson was talking about, the Women's Softball League. I'm telling MLB, there's a market in there for that, man. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There's a market yes. in for women's yes. softball or baseball. Yes. That's just that. yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I mentioned that before on one of our earlier, earlier Absolutely. 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 Yep. That would be nice. So, that would be very nice. Huh? It truly would be nice to see women's softball expand after college. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, be wonderful. Mm. But I'm telling you that MSG Garden is just rocking, y'all. It's rocking. That's cool. Yeah. They're up uh, 2-1. I mean, no, one nothing right now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> one nothing in the first period. Rangers early. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight, the Celtics. State Warriors won 1600 to take a 2 1 lead NBA championship series. Guys, what did you think about last night's game? <clears throat> Terry. Well, you know, speaking of that leprechaun, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. I don't know. Um, if anybody else heard about it, but uh, while the Warriors were warming up last night, someone on the team noticed that there was something wrong with the rim. <laughs> Come to find out, <laughs> when they called the the maintenance crew over to take a look, oh, the rim was uh, two inches higher than what it should have been. Ah. <laughs> and what uh-huh. do you know? <laughs> By the time they um. The crew took care of the rim and fixed it. It took about 20 minutes, which is about 20 minutes away from the Warriors' warm-up time. So 
I don't know that leprechaun's doing more than kicking <laughs> shins. But uh, back to the game. Um, you know, the Celtics, they, they did what they were supposed to do. They came out with a sense of urgency right from the start. Um, I think they were up by like 11 um, at the end of the first quarter. Then they, by halftime, they were by 13. And that's what you have to do against the Warriors. You got to jump on them. You got to get ahead because you know they're going to go on a run, which they did in that third quarter, um, you know, led by Stephen Kerr. I think he had a four-point play in the third quarter, or the second half, so which was big because yeah. they were making a run. But then the Celtics, <clears throat> they came into the fourth quarter, They were and they dominated the Warriors. Um, they hit some big shots. Marcus Smart hit some big shots. Um, they had a lot of their, their bench players – Big big hustle plays. Um, Al Horford didn't really ha- make an impact scoring, but he got some big rebounds. Um, Robert Williams had some big blocks. And, you know, Jason Tatum, he didn't settle. He was getting to the rim. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. you know, um, Jalen Brown, I feel he, he, he set the tone last night. And I feel like when he sets the tone – that's good for the Celtics. Um, I think he ended up with like 27 points, nine rebounds. Um, and Tatum ended up with like 26 points. But um, what I'm seeing so far in these three games is the Celtics have a good size advantage. Um, I think they out-rebounded the Warriors like 47 to 30 last night. And right now, mm-hmm. it's looking like the Warriors don't have an answer for Robert Williams on the boards or trying to get to the rim. Yeah. I think he had four blocks. Um, and they're just not, he's just not allowing uh Looney Kavon Looney or, um, Draymond green to kind of have an impact in this series so far, not like they did in the Dallas series. So, um, Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. If Williams was on golden state, Mm-hmm. Do you think Golden State would be winning this series? Um, it, I would say there's a good chance they would be because he would be getting those rebounds that they're just not getting right now. And like I like I mentioned, they're small. They're small right now. Um, and he brings that presence um, in the paint. Jason Tatum, I, I don't know why he – wasn't doing this in the first two games of the series really but he's getting to the rim at will and it wasn't only him uh Jalen Brown just decided last night he wasn't going to settle and he was getting to the rim at will too so if they had a player like that um Williams I think they probably would be leading the series because they would have that um rim protector back there and they do have that and I think in Wiseman but he's just hurt so um yeah, you know, uh-huh. I mean, they did what they had to do, but I'll say this for game four, something to watch out for is, is will Draymond Green have a meltdown? Cause mm-hmm. to me, the officials have been letting him slide in the first three games. Um, you know, he's been, you know, and, and I've seen the officials tell him, okay, cut it out. And he keeps going. So, you know, that's the last thing the Warriors can afford to have happen. He gets thrown out the game. Um, and then they're going to be in big trouble. But we'll see. Game four tomorrow night. Yes. Mm. Yes. Emerson. Well, well, well. Um, Terry, I, I must agree with some of the things you said. And um, you were you were right on point with a lot that you were talking about the game, um, some of the impact parts of the game, some of the players that impacted the game. But I just want to say this. Boston is coming with the physicality <laughs> that Golden State can't match. That's the issue. That's the problem. They're coming with the physicality that Golden State has no answer for. And like I told you guys at the beginning of this series, when you were, I was telling you about the leprechaun, and you said he'll be chiming on my <laughs> ankle somewhere. Remember that, Gore? Yeah, we'll get back to that later after this series is over, okay? If you can get Draymond to get out of his character, okay, and try to be, I don't know, Dennis Rodman of old or a player from the 90s era where he thinks he's going to get up on this skin. Listen, these guys are super honed in 
on winning this series. The Boston Celtics have made a statement. We can win this series. We're not afraid to play with them, and we're going to take it to them every night. I don't Emerson, care what their names are. Can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. I wasn't Would finished. You... <laughs> I, I, I know. Yeah, I know. go ahead. Uh... I know. I just had to put the brakes on you for a second. You know, ice you down. Yeah, yeah. Come on, I'm ready. Would you say that Draymond Green looks like an old athlete? He's an athlete. No, an old athlete compared to these young kids that are out there. No, I'm Draymond is Draymond. Draymond brings it every night. Let me let me say that Draymond brings it every night. Um, I think. There's there's no one that can that can control him on that team, even Steph and Clay. I think they have a problem because because he sometimes lets his athletic ability and his little in-game tactics hurt the team. And when you're hurting the team, you're no longer effective for the team. So so on that note, I want to say Draymond may have to take a seat on the bench. Will Steve Kerr do that? Ooh. Will he have the nerve to do that, to send a message to him that there is no I in team? Because when you're getting technical fouls and you're sending that team to the free throw line to get free points, that's a problem. That's a problem that needs to be fixed, okay? Now, if Steve Kerr has the, has the, has the, has the unction and, and that he can say, listen, Draymond, sit down for five, ten minutes, okay? Think about what you just cost us and the hole that you put us in. And I said this to you guys at the beginning of the series. I said if the Celtics can let Draymond come out of character, he will hurt Golden State. We can go back to the tape and watch that because I said that, okay? <laughs> so right now, I say Boston is going to win this series. I said it from the beginning, and I'm going to say it again. Let's give that coach um, – Equal, um, Doka. Doka. That's, yeah, Doka. I want to give him some big ups because he has his team ready to play with the physicality. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Brian. And Emerson, you're not alone because I picked Boston as well yes, <clears throat> to win that series. Uh, and I, I'm going to kind of go over why I came up with that conclusion when before the game uh, the se- uh, series even started. To me, Golden State Golden State is a skilled team, very well skilled. Boston is an athletic and skilled team. So with that being said, you have two wing players or three and D. And you're talking about uh, they can score in multiple ways. So that's why I had kind of came up with that conclusion, because I thought that would give golden state trouble trying to d them and what boston had to go through kind of prepared them as you was asking uh you asked uh aaron you asked terry about if they had williams on their team mm-hmm. boston went through where they had milwaukee had three almost seven footers so they are equipped yes, to go are. through a taller team so they went through that so that was one thing that came to me and then I remember, Aaron, you asked us last week, you said, would you put Tatum on Curry? And my answer to you was, you didn't have to because they can switch one through five. They can just switch off. And that's <laughs> something that they were able to do, which makes it harder for Curry and them. And in game three, I thought the coach made a good move. He put Tatum on green because in game two, they was using green as the pick and roll mm-hmm. with uh, Curry. So he was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'll put Tatum on green and I'll mm-hmm. put Horford on Wiggins. Mm-hmm. So you putting your center on a uh, small forward. So right. that's why I was telling you there, they were so interchangeable that they was going to give golden state trouble in that way. And as Terry said, uh, Brown kind of got them going Tatum, you can still see he's still figuring it out, but he's figuring it out and still scoring. Yes, when the light comes on for him and the game really slows down, it, it's going to be a problem because yeah, you can yeah. see it's still kind of speeding up for him. But when that light hits him and it, the game just slows down, it, he's going to be an issue for them. But Golden State, I think their issue to me is 
They're missing pool. Um, which is to be expected. This is first year, or not his first year, but first time in the finals. Mm-hmm. So you're missing 20 points that he's giving. He gave you like 10 or 12 last night. And he's probably their most athletic player. So well, let me ask you a question, Brian. Yeah. Does um, Golden State, do they have to win Friday night? They better. I would say. I'm going to go around the horn. I would say yes. Terry. Yeah, they need to win. They need to win. Emerson. They better win because it's (laughs) over. Boston, the confidence that they have right now, it's unmatched. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is I don't think Boston would be able to beat them. That would be what, three times they would have to beat them? If they were to lose tomorrow, they would have to beat them three in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're going to beat them three times straight. Yeah. One other thing I like to add is um, it's going to be interesting to see will Kerr, will he go deep in that bench? I mean, you got Kaminga, yeah. Moody. You know, I know you got, you have Poole coming off the bench, but you might have to give those, like, as Brian said, they're young, first time in the finals, yep. but they're athletic too, um, and they can score the basketball. Um, maybe you just, you know, you might have to put them in, get rid of the jitters, and just mm-hmm. throw them in, you know? Because to me, Boston right now has a deeper bench than Golden State. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's something he was doing all season. He was playing a lot of the younger guys. Yes. And yes. now he's tightening the rotation. Which now's is, not the time to tighten it. Yeah, uh, huh? yeah, and not against yeah. this team because they're too, they're too deep, <laughs> way too deep. And yeah. and the thing about it is this: you better go ahead and let your young kids play now, and get the jitters out of the way because you're going to be back in the playoffs again next year, unless you have a whole bunch of injuries. Yep. So, let's face it: Golden State will be back there next year. So you're. You're really playing with house money. Go ahead, play your young kids yep. so they know, okay, I've been to the cha- NBA championship. I know what to expect. I should have more confidence playing next year. Yeah. For me, what I saw from J- um, Draymond Green last night was like when Mike Tyson fought Holyfield. And Tyson didn't have anything. And so he says, you know what? I'm just going to bite him on the air. And that's, that's what I saw from Jerry, that he was so frustrated. He's going after a loose ball and he didn't go off, go after the ball. He just dived on top of the guy. I'm saying, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? Yeah, well, I, I thought he was a little timid because I thought he could have got ejected in game two. He, he was right there on the edge of yep. it, and he could have got ejected. And I thought he knew better in game three. <laughs> yep. I think he's just Draymond brings a lot of heart to the Golden State Warriors team, but that kid Williams, like Terry was mentioned, he's young, he's athletic. And he made Draymond Green look old. Mm. That old man, you don't have enough lift because you need some lift and you need some body to push me out of the way so you can get that rebound. Rebound. Because a couple of times he just grabbed the ball right over top of him. That's that Golden State. Yeah, Golden State is a very small team. Yeah. And I said, wow, this is bad. And Pool didn't give you anything, and there was another kid on the team. I can't think of his name right now. I think I he he wore the headband for Golden State. Uh, Gary he, Payton Jr.? Yes, he Gary had an open three-point shot, and he just passed the ball off. It's that's not his confidence. game. Yeah, but that's yeah, not his game. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah, with you. You don't yeah. want to mess up. They're playing not to mess up. I don't yeah. want to be the one that ruined it here. And, and the, the way play Boston in front of that Boston like, crowd, yep. that crowd is, oh, my God. Listen, dude. <laughs> but, uh, and the crowd. way Boston is playing them is, they're saying to me, is like, 
Wiggins three pointer is not going to be as impactful as a pool Curry or clay, even though it's the, still the same three points, but it's just not impactful as when they hit them. <laughs> so. and, and Terry, you brought up something that was interesting hmm. about how the rim was a little too high. <laughs> That's old school. Uh, yeah, and That happened when I they played the Lakers. A, I had a quick flash of the showing clips of NBA championship players. And they had one of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with the oxygen mask. Mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> I remember uh, when the Boston the Boston Garden had no AC. The air conditioner was cut off the oxygen. Yep. Just cut it off. Yeah, and yeah. it was, <laughs> and they would show the temperature gauge, <sighs> and it would be like ninety degrees. Mm-hmm. And I think it Red, hit like a hundred. And time. Red Arback had that cigar like. This is home court advantage. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anything for a win, baby. Yep. And they kept win. that arena for a very long time before somebody said, look, <laughs> enough. You yep. can't be doing this to the fans. Whatever <laughs> uh, it takes. Yeah, yep. they got ice cold beer. Be That's how right. you do it. <laughs> Talk <laughs> about by any means necessary. Yeah. Good gravy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh guys moving on the nba i don't know about this one should the nba shorten the season to have tournament games during the regular season terry um i i think if they if they did i think it would be good for the fans and and the players just in terms of injuries i think you would have players um, more likely to play games if they don't have to play three games and say like four nights, right. Multiple times during the season. Cause that's what they kind of do now. Um, I think the owners, they may not see it, but maybe they could kind of benefit from it. Cause maybe they could schedule more games like towards the weekends, um, which I think would be good for TV. You might run into some other sports. Um, it'd be good for me because um, right now it's tough watching those like marquee West Coast games that come on at like <laughs> 10 at night. And then I got to go, you know, go to work in the morning and, you know, um, I, I'll DVR them, but it's still tough trying to get through the day without knowing like who won the game before I can get back and watch it. So, um, you know, I, I think there's some positives to it, right? You know, I think teams wouldn't have to fly out, say, the same night after they finish playing a game. The players could get some rest. Um, you know, they could go out on the town if they wanted to, like so, they t- do now. <laughs> Terry, so if you win the tournament, what do you get? A, a, a new car or a new toaster? Um, I don't I, see that. I, I don't know about this this end season tournament. Um. The only way I see that um, playing out for the players is you would have to do something money-wise, some type of money incentive, bonuses. I, I just don't see a tournament. I see they they where maybe they could shorten the season, but then the other thing too is, right, um, the owners will kind of miss out. So I just gave you some of the pros. I gave you some of the cons. They could, the owners, will they be willing to miss out on some revenue from having less home games? Um, now, the players, I'm assuming that they they would not get paid as much because you don't have that many games. Are they willing to give up their salary just to play less games? And then, um, you know, I, maybe you change it so that it means a lot more in the regular season because you have less games where you're, if you're a higher seed, maybe you get like, I don't know, a week off from playing, you know, maybe the players might be into that. But um, another thing too, is I don't think players, your non-marquee players, I'm not talking about your LeBrons, 
your Curry's, Giannis's, or Luca's. I don't know if they could afford a pay cut from a shortened season because um, some of these guys that aren't making that max contract money, um, I won't get into what their expenses are, but um, <laughs> I, I don't think they could afford it. Um, wings in Atlanta. <laughs> You know, so chicken wings. The only way I see them really they leave the bubble for chicken off, wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might be able to pull it off if they do it like a gradual, like maybe you do a five game uh shortened season next year and you reduce it gradually because I think with the players in the league now, I don't think they can can afford to lose any salary. Just based off what their expenses are. Mercy. You want to know my thoughts? <laughs> Go for it. I don't like it. <laughs> God doesn't either. <laughs> Leave the NBA alone. Now, if you don't like this song that I made up in my mind, I'm just going to say it one more time. I don't like it. God don't either. Leave the NBA alone. No, leave it alone. Leave it like it is. Don't you touch it. Leave it alone. Thank you, Brian. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And next week, we'll be coming at you more live with another song from Exo Sports Talk. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. That's straight off the top, people. That's yeah. straight off the top. <laughs> <laughs> As a freestyle rapper would say, a straight freestyle. Uh, nah, oh, man. No. Listen, we've been doing it like this. Leave it alone. Um, the NBA um, is has come a long way. Let's 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 first say that first and foremost. Um, we had this eighty-two game season. Um, I think it's um, we've seen some injuries. We've seen um, some players and teams be able to start off, you know, one way at the beginning of the season and actually end up another way. I mean, you know, whether it's um, training, whether it's preparing for the season, but we've seen that some teams have been able to um, sustain a little better than other teams. Um, That sounds like an in-house problem for teams specific, but um, I like the way it's, is um is done right now with the 82 games and the playoffs. I say leave it alone. If it's not broke, we don't need to fix it. Don't take <laughs> your car to the mechanic if there's nothing wrong with it. Just keep on driving it until you hear tick 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 or you see that engine light come on. <laughs> leave it alone. Uh, Ryan. Well, I'm gonna first say I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Um. I don't like the idea of it. I think it kind of messes with the integrity of the game a little bit, uh, statistical wise. Uh, players, they want to say it's for rest reasons. Okay, I, I if you want to say that, but at the same time, I'm just going to use Green after his game. You could do a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say some players after the game they can go hang out with a little baby. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to hear that you need more rest. Uh, you know, yeah, so we we need rest. A lot of the people, average people, need rest. Yeah. Some people work five, six, seven days a week. Yeah. So, but with that being said, uh, to me, I don't like the format, and I think they shouldn't mess with it. I even have my little. Uh, uh, worries about when they brought in the play-in tournament, but I actually did like that. Actually, I thought it brought uh, an incentive for players mm-hmm. or teams sure. at the bottom to play and not just tank. But I want to say that Adam Adam Silver is not – he's a very smart man. Yes, he is. And if players think that they're going to play less games and get the same amount of money – that ain't gonna happen, and the owners will be losing money. That is not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. So they they need to look at the big picture of okay, if he's willing to throw this out there, there's something behind closed doors that they don't know because they're not gonna lose money for no reason at all. 
And to me, I think that they need to really, really think about that because once something is taken away from you, it's hard to get it back. So this new, when they get to that new collective bargain of agreement, it's going to be very interesting to see how that goes, because I think not a hundred percent sure on that, but between players and owner, I think they get about 50, 50. Mm. And I don't know if any other sports does that. (laughs) So. Interesting. If, if each, if every NBA player made a million dollars and you had tournaments during the regular season and there was a bonus of $20 million in that tournament, it would be good, exciting basketball. Twenty million divided by twelve players. Um, Yes, because you're only making a million dollars. Okay, dude. But but what would that incentive be for, like a LeBron? Exactly, and that's where I was going. Uh Because you have superstars that are making thirty or forty million dollars. Even if you had a tournament where that it was a twenty million dollars. Guy Lynch is going, man, I can really use that money. LeBron and them are going to say, yeah, I still need to take my rest. Yeah. And that's not going to, that's not going to work. Yeah. You had guys making 20 million and they still didn't want to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they're right. gonna fake injury. That's, that's why I'm saying you, you the know, only way you can make that work if all the NBA players were making a million dollars, and no. then and then you're no, playing a tournament Listen, that's worth you got, twenty or you got college million. athletes getting twenty million. I, I mean, getting I a million that. dollars behind closed Man, doors I know right that. now. All I'm saying is, <laughs> if if you would need the NBA players to be making a million dollars and have a thirty million dollar tournament. Yeah, he's saying roster from one to twelve. Everybody would have to be kind of close to each other. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not somebody but making the thirty. The way you one. have it right now with LeBron making thirty yeah. million dollars, man, they would go overseas. They would go overseas and get money. That tournament <laughs> the NBA might go mean, to tank. It's not going to mean <laughs> yeah, anything. It's so not going to mean nothing. It's no. it's not going to work. No. And and if they shorten the season, I I still think players will still take time off. Hmm? So you talking about if they shorten it to seventy games? You still have people only playing like 60, 55. management. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's, it's it, this is more, it could be more about the fans, right? Because, you know, you, you save up your money. Um, I'll just take Golden State, right? I think their, their tickets Ooh. might be the, even more expensive than the Knicks tickets, right? You save up your money to go to Golden State game, and you show up to say with your son or daughter, and Steph Steph Curry's not playing tonight. Mm. Now you, yeah. you know what I mean? It's a problem, yeah. right? So it's a problem. What do you do? You as an owner, I I know they're not going to say, "Well, our star player didn't show up tonight, so we're gonna we'll give you I don't know ten percent of your money back." That's not happening. Yeah. So maybe it's really not about the players. Like Brian was saying, maybe there's something bigger than um, than what we're seeing that Adam Silver is bringing this up. Maybe it's about the fans. Maybe the fans are, are getting fed up, man. You know, you're paying – you know what it's like to go to Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Just for uh, a nosebleed seat, you're paying yeah. big money, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's about the fans. For, I paid like $12 for some a cup of ice cream. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh. The, the, the hot dogs are thirteen dollars. Oh. <laughs> Those vendors are paying for that for that spot to be in that arena. Yeah. So so nothing's gonna get cheaper. No. 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 Those and days are over. Are, and owners are not losing money. You're not losing yeah. money. No. So ready to make it's money. Players think about that. They need to think about that. Hidden agenda somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Now, guys, 
the Los Angeles Lakers, they're always in the spotlight. One minute, Phil Jackson's whispering to the owner, telling her, yeah, we'll, we'll save that for another day. Right. <laughs> and then Magic Johnson doing a seven-up commercial. I don't know what he's doing with the Lakers. One minute he's there, one minute he's not. But the Los mm-hmm. Angeles Lakers hired Darvin Ham as their new coach. Guys, good move or bad move for the Los Angeles Lakers front office, Emerson. Come on, man. You know it's a great move. <laughs> um, this 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 uh, coach brings a lot of detail to the game. Um, and, and I, I want to say this, you know, even though Frank Vogel is no longer there, um, I thought he brought something different to the Lakers organization, and he was able to bring them a championship. And I know people say that championship has an asterisk by it. It was played in the bubble, so on and so forth, so on and so forth. But Frank Vogel did bring the Los Angeles Lakers a championship, and he's no longer with the team. Darwinham is the coach now. I think it's a great move. He has, first of all, he's paid his dues in the NBA as a great assistant, um, orchestrating, uh, helping some teams orchestrate um, great defensive schemes um, to so they can win championships. And um, even as a player, you know, um, he was a solid player. So him coming to the organization, I've heard nothing but good things from former players, current players, and front office people that speak very well of him. And I think this is some juice the Lakers needed to get from under the shadows of all the things that have been going on with this organization. I know Phil Jackson is kind of back in the fold. I know Magic Johnson is kind of back in the fold of things, but we're going to see what Darwin Ham can do. And um, I think it's going to be a very interesting season to see how this all plays out because we know LeBron had to give his approval for Mr. Ham to be the coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. So let's see how this all plays out. Terry. Um, I, I think it was a good move from a standpoint. Like, I am, I kind of disagree with you. I, I heard it was between what, Terry Stotts um, yeah. and yeah. Kenny Atkinson, right? Yes. Yes. Those are X and O guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the Lakers, they, that that's not why they got hired Darvin Ham, man. I think they needed someone that the players are going to respect, and he and and when they get challenged, they're not going to give them an attitude. At least not at first. Well, I don't know what will happen with Westbrook, but mm-hmm. someone that they'll respect. I mean, um, someone that's played the game, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's won a champion. He won a championship in 2004 with the Pistons when they beat the Lakers. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then he was uh, assistant coach um, with the Bucks last year when they won a championship. So, um, and he, he did do another stint with the Lakers, I think 2011. Yeah. And he had players on the team like Kobe, Paul Gasol, and um, Dwight Howard. So I think they, they needed a guy that, will be willing to challenge the players and not just do the X and O's, but challenge them to play better defense. Um, yeah. Cause that's something they need to do. I mean, he came into the press conference saying that he's going to be looking for sacrifices from these players. So I think they needed someone that could manage their personalities and kind of at the same time, um, inspire them and challenge them and, you know, I think they respect him. Like you said, he's well-respected around the league. So I think they needed a guy like that. More than an X and O's guy, they need somebody that's going to challenge him. Mm, Brian. Yeah. Well, I got to give him a congratulations on getting a job. Um, that's first thing first. Um, well, on the realistic side, I'm hoping the owners and the fans have, uh, you know, expectations that are realistic um this is still the same team uh it's not like frank vogel was a bad coach or anything uh you look at that roster i don't see any major changes that are going to be coming and 
with the whole, uh, I guess you would call it accountability for uh, your star players yep. to do it on both ends. We're going to see how that plays out because uh, much as I, or happy as I am that he got this job, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him for this job. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's something that, I, you know, it's a double-edged sword for it because I think they still have trouble with that roster the way it is constructively as it is right now. Huh. It reminds me of the movie The Bronx Tale. <laughs> <laughs> and and what about little, that movie? When the little boy said, to Robert De Niro, the working man's a sucker, pops. <laughs> well, you don't have to work. And no Robert doubt. De Niro said, no, the working man's the tough guy. He gets up every day and goes to work. <laughs> That's the tough guy. Uh, and he's the working man. He's the sucker. He took that job. Yeah. There's no way on the face of the earth I would have taken that job. <laughs> Like Emerson just said, you have Phil Jackson giving his input. You have Magic Johnson giving his input. You left the general manager in place. And you put all the blame on the head coach. Yeah. The person that should have been fall guy. The person that should have been going out with the head coach was the general manager. You put $70 million on the books bringing in Westbrook. And that was insane off the hop. But Westbrook turned the basketball over when he was with Washington. He turned the basketball over when he was with the Rockets. So now you think all of a sudden he's going to find this fountain of youth. And me and Emerson went, we went at it all last year. And and my feelings was with, with Westbrook, he was going to be a bad addition to the Lakers. And I told Emerson later on that year, he should be coming off the bench, but this is about the coach. I think the coach is in a situation that, if they're saying that you're going to be here for the rebuild, fine. But if you're if their expectation is for him to win now, then you just took a sucker's job because yeah. you're going to get fired. That's their expectation. Uh, well, their expectation is to fear. win now. I mean, well, we know LeBron is 38, 38 years old. You we get, know that well, um, LeBron is 38 years old, and that's sad. And you got a center who don't want to play center. Bingo. <laughs> and and you got a center that can't stay healthy. Yeah. And you've got a $40 million contract player playing this year who turns the basketball over. Yeah. You're yeah. not going anywhere. So, yeah. so what if, what if, what if you had a million what dollars? What if I tomorrow? had played the power? <laughs> well, you wake up and you still got the same dollar. <laughs> yeah. But we got to move on because the next one is about the Los Angeles Lakers have decided that they are committing to play Russell Westbrook in the 2022-2023 season. Terry, good move or bad move? <laughs> um, Before I answer that, I just want to say – Hello to Rosa and Phil in the chat tonight. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Thank you, y'all. Thank, Thank y'all for yeah. tuning in. We appreciate, appreciate everyone. What's going on, everybody? Hello, hello. We appreciate everybody that tunes into the Exo Sports <laughs> Tell a friend. Tell uh, somebody about it. <laughs> Exo family. We're all family. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. But um, I- I'll just say the Lakers had – they had a, a, a disappointing season, right? From the standpoint of they brought in players they felt that could get them to the to the playoffs at least. But if you look at it, it wasn't all Westbrook's fault, man. Um, everyone who was a part of that organization 
right? The players, coaches, um, you could even bring blame the front office, right? Yeah. Even with all that being said, Westbrook is that one player that just it stands out because of all the things that just happened, you know, on the court with him. He had a bad season on the court. Um, allegedly, you know, he had a bad attitude off the court. Um, I think to me, I think the Lakers decided to keep Westbrook um, and saying that he has plenty left in the tank is um, it's, it's a part of a, I guess, some type of plan that I think they feel like if they show that they want to keep Russ is somehow is adding value um, to him. So maybe they can try to make a move uh, down the road to maybe middle of the season or the trade deadline. If he's playing okay, here you try like to a politician saying that I, I'm just saying it's too high. That, that, that's and, the that's that's the only reason. I, I mean, just based off of his season, I, I don't see what why they're saying he has stuff left in the tank. It's like this, right? You go to a used car dealership, right? And they got a used a dealer got a used car on the lot. What's he? What's the first thing he's gonna do? He's gonna clean that car up. He's and then he's not gonna tell you what went wrong with the car. He's gonna <laughs> tell you all about what the car can do. Oh, it goes uh, fast. Oh, it's got four wheel drive. He's not gonna tell you. Well, you know, uh, the first first owner that had it, it broke down on him in the middle of the highway. <laughs> so I think they're just dr- trying to dress it, dress Russ up, make him look shiny. Um, I don't think they want to um, give up anything where they have to give up picks to dump them. And I don't think they want to go through a buyout with them. So I think they just, to me, they're just trying to clean them up. Say he has all this potential for somewhere down the road, maybe they can make a trade for him and not really hurt themselves um, in terms of giving up like picks or, or taking on bad contracts. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Emerson. Well, Terry, I, I want to ask you something about that used car. Mm-hmm. First thing I want to know is what about that warranty? I need an extended warranty. Can uh-huh. Russell Westbrook give the Lakers an extended warranty? Because we know every night he comes and he plays hard. Nobody <laughs> plays harder than Russell Westbrook. He's going to bring it salesman. night in and night out. So listen, <laughs> when I go, when I open that engine, I see that engine running good. It looks like it just had a new oil change. Yeah. I see that dashboard look like they just put the armor all on the dashboard. I see those tires. They just laced those tires up with some nice shiny armor. All. They put some mother's wax on that car and it looks good. Yeah. They're going to clean them up. Yeah. He's going to sound like he's running good, but now we got to get him to give his best performance. And that's what Russ Westbrook's going to do. <laughs> and you know year. what? <laughs> because he has something he wants to prove and he wants to let everybody know that mm-hmm. I'm not done. I'm still the double double machine that you know me to be from the years of OKC. You know what I used to do. Yep. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I'm say if I'm yeah. an owner, yeah. I want to see the car fat. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the car fact. Uh, hey man, they, somebody shredded it, man. Somebody uh, in the office shredded it. Uh, uh, you don't have the car facts with me, huh? Uh, uh, well, before uh, I go in, it looked like uh, he uh, <laughs> so in the chat. Your new nickname is Emmerman. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you're the Emmerman. Yeah, that's what you are. All right, uh, all right. The guy oh. who's selling bad uh, stuff. Anyway, <laughs> oh man. So with the Westbrook, uh, I'm gonna. Give it to you like this uh, is the good and the bad. So we'll go with the good. The good is the Lakers. You got him on your books. He's yeah. on an expiring contract. Yeah. You you don't trade him for some bad baggage. So you just hold on to it and you just let the chips fall where they met. Okay. That's the way I look at it with that. That's the good. Okay. Now the bad is you're going to have to go through another season <laughs> with all the turnovers. The jump shots banking off the, the shot clock. 
so it may be another bad season, but you don't compound that and bring something in worse or trade for something worse. Just get that money off the books, let the chips fly where they may, and and and, and go from there. Because the way I look at it, even with that roster the way it is, and I can't count on AD. I'm not going to count him because I can't. I don't, I don't even remember the last time he played a full season. But at the looking at the West mm-hmm. and with the young teams that have grown and gotten better, you can say the Lakers. You would you say they're six, maybe? It's hard to say right now. Yeah, you just, it's hard to say. Yeah, I. You you got your Minnesotas. You got uh, uh, Memphis, New Orleans. I mean, New so Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. The, yeah, you're getting pushed back down. So just let the chips fall where they may. Just play it out. Don't mess it up even worse, and, and go from there. And as Aaron said, I, I think maybe just bring them off the bench because him and LeBron do not play well together. It just doesn't work together. What if Darwin Ham can fix that though? What if Darvin Ham can fix that? Fix what? His shot? No. Well, that too. <laughs> well, you got to fix his shot. He has to get in the gym. And he has to get in the gym. You can't we be cat that. quick. As Terry noticed, saying you can't be cat quick on offense and slow on defense. Is is just that's just effort because you can't yeah. be fast one way and can't be fast on the other one. So. Fast is just fast. This is how fast you want to be. You guys remember when Russell Westbrook was probably one of the most feared guards in the league? Like, night in and night out, he would just bring it to you, coming down the middle, boom, slam you, you, dunks. You, just, I, you I mean, just said something. And you can't give them away right now. Do I remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do I remember means past. Yeah, I know. Earth went and So fire, he's bringing nothing to the present you remember and he's bringing yeah. nothing to the future the lakers are stuck with a 40 million dollar contract <laughs> and that's the bottom line maybe they'll yeah. trade him for damian Lewis. they can't go out there and say we're going to trade him they might as well just put a positive spin and say we believe in him until his contract is up yeah. And then we're going to put him in a taxi and we're going to take him to the Los Angeles airport. Goodbye. Yeah. Never to be seen again. Oh, man. Come on, man. That's a little harsh, yeah. man. That's not harsh. I'm being nice about it. Oh, uh, one of our viewers, why? What's the why say? say? Uh, why? He's saying um, AD is the real reason why the Lakers are losing. They brought in Westbrook to take the pressure off um, LeBron James. Mm. But we all know that Westbrook is not a shooter. And what's so funny is though Westbrook, he was able to shoot 15 to 17 feet. Yes. He yes, couldn't shoot the my... three, but the mid-range yes. he had. That mid-range was I don't understand it. He just lost it. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Oh it's no. Father time. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that catches up with everybody. <laughs> father time. They say father you just time. say what you used to be. Muhammad Ali, he told Uh, Cosell, yeah, Cosell, I spoke to your wife, and she said you ain't what you used to be. Maybe. (laughs) When you take a look at on LeBron, I mean, LeBron Uh, is a freak of nature. And Westbrook, I think Father Time is caught up and it's taking certain things away from him, and he's just not the player. And the other thing is, how much is Westbrook putting in his game in practice, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is he working on his game afterwards? We don't know. But we see the product that he puts out there, and it sucks. And why I said <laughs> that the lane is crowded, which is true. He yeah, needs I mean, an open floor. They Brian. don't. I'll say this. They they need to get a couple shooters. Just like Y said, they, they need to open that lane up for Westbrook. Westbrook can't come down the lane and dunk if yeah. everybody's crowding it. Yeah. So they need to get some shooters. Find a couple yeah. shooters for a million or something. Somebody. <laughs> if you can get shooters for a million dollars, good luck. <laughs> yeah, you well, definitely won't go out. to the Lakers. Well, Pat Riley did it, so you got to give him that you, credit you on that. Pat Riley yeah. did it. And, and you know why? Pat Riley's 77 years old. 
Yeah. And yeah. Pat Riley know, knows this. When you're not coaching and you're going to be the general manager, it's a job. Yeah, no doubt. You yeah. got to go. You've got to go there, scout. Not with your suit on. You're looking at the talent. Yeah. No Magic doubt. Johnson doesn't want to put in the work. Phil Jackson doesn't want to put in the work. And it's going to be the same old junk this year <laughs> out in L.A. And but, you know, we can go on and on and on. Westbrook uh, is just a, a heavy paperweight that's going to be on the desk. And Laker and, Nation, don't you give up, Laker Nation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still yeah. down on Laker Nation. I hope they have a new uniform for you guys. Yeah. Purple um, and gold. Purple and gold. Laker Brian, Nation. Tell us about the uh, lightweight champ who has all four belts, please. Yeah, I had texted you guys that told you that that fight was on. Um, Congratulations to Devin Haney uh, for beating uh, George Cabuso for the light uh, lightweight champ. Uh, he now has all four belts, um, which is very rare. Uh, actually, that hasn't – only nine fighters have actually done that, uh, which he is the second youngest to do it at the age oh, wow. 23. That's, so that's major. he put on a boxing clinic. If you can get, get a chance, you can watch it. You can see the clips of it on YouTube. Um, just fundamentally sound he put a beating on him but uh they do have uh that Cabuso has a automatic um uh rematch so they should be fighting okay. again sometime in august again and oh, wow. that fight was over in australia too and they had like forty thousand at the arena there oh, wow. it, it was crazy pat but oh, wow. congratulations to him man that it's big for the sport of boxing i just i just love it i love yeah. it yeah you know, it's nothing like this great sport of boxing. Congratulations to Iga Stakotik. Forgive me for botching your name. Oh, yeah. Um, winning the uh, French Open and Rafael Nadal winning the French Open for the men's. Hey, big ups there. How you say that name again? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just moved on. Raphael now holds the most major slam tournaments um, for singles. He has 22. Uh, the second one is Nukovic Dukovic with yep. 20. Now, Raphael has two U.S. No, two Australian Opens. I'm going to save this one for last. Four U.S. Opens and two Wimbledon's Opens. But the French Open, he has 14. Mm. Uh, At the age of 36, he won. I didn't realize that. And then on top of it, the third set was six... Nothing. Yeah. And I'm watching it and I'm saying, wow, this kid doesn't happen. And even the, the announcers said, you know what, this kid, he's just tapped out. <laughs> he tapped out. He he said it right on he said it right on the air. Uh, he says, I'm sorry, this kid just tapped out. One, it it three, was just three. it was brutal. You know, sometimes, you know, six one, six two. But when it got to four nothing, and and you can see that the kid didn't have nothing, the guy just said, "I'm sorry, this kid just tapped out." Yeah. Hey, you know something though, man. I think if I get on the court, I might can give him a run for his money. But I'm gonna need John McEnroe to train me. But we're gonna talk about this. You'll be tired. You'll be the ball boy next week (laughs) about the um, LIV golf. But Phil Mickelson, old lefty. Um, grabbed his nine iron and said goodbye to the PGA. Yeah. And he's off to play in the new LIV golf. Because it was all about the what? (laughs) 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 All about the Benji. Give me the money. (laughs) And I was deeply shocked to know that he's like $40 million in $40 million in gambling debt. Yeah, man. Eight million, what? He's a high roller. Oh my goodness, they've got to get out again. He's a, oh. uh, 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 mm, yeah. He just hurt it, huh? 
Why you think he's going to play somewhere? Uh, get that money. <laughs> a lot of money. To y'all can say what y'all want. I got bills to pay. Oh, <laughs> and they made, they made Greg Norman in charge. And they signed, they gave Greg Norman a nine year contract for a hundred million dollars. Oh, <laughs> uh, one more time. But we're going to do more of a breakdown next week on it. But Terry. And, and hold on. I just want, I got one thing I want to say. Do you know what I want to see? I want to see Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair get in the ring one more time. Oh, that, that would Just be something for it to all. see. For oh, all yeah. the marbles. Oh, Hulkamania and the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah, I want to yeah. see that. Just and, I, and I can see Ric Flair um, with, with his back messed up, and he's going, oh! Oh. <laughs> would he have a hard time holding those gators down he <laughs> he's a limousine riding super jet flying yep. son of a gun oh, no and, uh, and I would say this to anybody if if you want to see a guy who is so talented with charisma go to YouTube and look up Ric Flair Ric yeah. Flair yeah. the nature boy <laughs> and one of the things that surprised me, it was right before COVID, you had a bunch of kids from the inner city that were playing games talking about Ric Flair. How Ric Flair would say, let me tell you something. I'm a limousine riding, airplane flying. Woo! Son oh. of a gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To see those kids talk like that, I said, you know what? He left a major impact on people. Yeah. He's a, great, he's a, he's a one great, and only. True Rick great Flair. entertainer. Yeah, Harry. he was. We love wrestling here at XO Sports. We love wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> we're wrestling. We're big wrestling fans. You and my uh, grandson. Uh, Mighty Igor from the <laughs> 70s. Mighty Igor. Terry, <laughs> please tell us about the subscribe button. Well, thank everybody. Ivan Pusky. I <laughs> <laughs> thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, putting up once again, putting oh up goodness. with uh, Andre the Giant. <laughs> but um, please tune in next week. Uh, we'll have more good stuff to talk right. about. Tune in, have some laughs. You yep. know, you know what? You could even just chime in. You could argue with us. We don't care. Yeah. Tune yeah in. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Bob Backlund. The Undertaker. Finish this off. The Undertaker. <laughs> I don't know who I want to be. Maybe I want to be. Uh, let me see. Let's see. Okay. Um, Maybe um, we should just go like this. <laughs> We'd like to say thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Good night, everybody. Uh, come thank back, you. please, again next week. Good yeah. night. We love wrestling at XO Sports. We love yeah. it. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. I'm gonna get in the ring. I'm gonna I'm jump going off the to top ropes. Liv. I'm gonna no. make that money. Go ahead, jump off the couch. <laughs> I want to get in a steel cage so match. I, jump right off. Well, the I can't couch. do one on ones anymore, man. I can't. I can't. I'm gonna yeah, get in a steel off. cage do, match. Do your huh? dusty roads. <laughs> Mighty Igor. <laughs> <laughs>